five, four, three, two. Hi, I'm Natalie. Hi, I'm Cersei, and we're I Rewatch, Rewatch iCarly. An iCarly Rewatch podcast. Every week, we dissect the mechanics and themes of each episode, deep dive into the cast and crew, and give a comedic critique to, to the, the iconic, iconic 2007 Nickelodeon staple. Be sure to stay tuned until the end when we reveal who the pod babe of the week is. Welcome back to another episode of I Turn 25 in a Week and a Half, and I'm three white claws deep, and I'm about to talk about iCarly for two and a half hours. And it's 12 a.m. <laughs> oh! <laughs> hey! Man, my life is exactly where I wanted it to be. <laughs> this is every little girl's dream. <laughs> Guys, I haven't gotten fired from talking about piss and assholes yet, so... It's a good week for me, I think. I mean, I don't have a job to get fired from, so maybe I'm having a good week or maybe So it's a good week. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, we talk about this anymore, I'm going to cry. So let's get into this episode. The title is I Hatch Chicks. It's season one, episode 16, which means we've been talking about iCarly for 16 episodes. Yep. That's a lot. It was released on February 23rd, 2008, when I thought my life was going to be a lot more grand than it is right now. The director is David Kendall, which never trust a man with two first names. <laughs> it was written by Stephen Maloro, the foot fetish king himself. But for some reason, there are no feet here, which is very suspicious to me. No feet in the Stephen Maloro episode. Um, Actually, Spencer's feet do make a little appearance. So we Wait. will see Spencer's little toes. When Natalie is a well, actually. <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> I guess I, o- I only count it if it's like the miner's toes. But I mean, oh, okay. Spencer's toes, I'll take it. Hey. Uh. So is Spencer like a consenting adult in the foot fetish then? Like, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I would say so. So this episode is about the kids getting teamed up for a science project and Carly and Sam decide to hatch chicks, which, well, that's not a science project, first of all. So um, anyway, plot hole alert. Eh. The chicks hatch unexpectedly and run loose around the apartment and the whole gang, including jock boy Duke, who we've seen before, team up to find the chicks before time runs out and they die is like the plot sort of um bum, bum, bum. i don't think that it works like that but okay i carly we'll 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 pretend that this is <laughs> how it works for you you know what there's a lot of plot holes in this episode but we're playing along kind of I, take it's a nickelodeon show i guess here we go we're going into it no so- you know what this was broadcasted on fucking cable tv there were advertisers. There were millions of dollars going into this. Nickelodeon is a fucking... Uh, uh, a sham. Uh, a lie. A scam artist. Well, I was going to say a powerhouse. They should have put more fucking... They should have put more effort into it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we will, we will criticize them. This episode makes no fucking sense. They tried to pass off a parrot as a chicken last episode, <laughs> and I'm still honestly not over it. Like, I think about it a lot. Yeah. So if they're going to do that to me, like, I... They... 
nothing shocks me anymore. Any IQ points that our generation has lacked is definitely because of children's programming. Right. Because they made us believe falsities day after day. And also our stupid humor. Oh my god. This episode especially, I was like, I just absorbed this sense of humor. And that's why I think it's funny when I rewatch it because I'm like, I just absorbed this. It's like, oh yeah, this is funny. Yep, 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 yep. Sad day for almost 25 year olds everywhere. I mean, I'm 25, so it's not a sad day for me. So anyway, we're at the school. Anyway, we're at the school. We're in the hallway of the school. <gasps> the hallway? Yeah. In yeah, the yeah. day? In the day. <laughs> in the day. And the iCarly crew, the iCrew, if you will. I wonder who wrote that joke. <laughs> I personally like iGang. I call them the, the gang a lot. So, like, yeah. we're going to go with iGang slash iCrew. You know, interchangeable. Well, you could do iGang and I can do iCrew. And then okay. we can have, like, our fans we like, have, team like, up about which sign. one. Yeah. I I was just going to say our friends, our, our friends, I was just going to say our fans could have like a friendly battle versus I gang our fans or I are our friends. But our, our friends are not our fans. Our friends no. do not listen to this podcast. Very, very different. Very different. <laughs> <laughs> Carly is like really upset because she got paired with Sam who never does any work at all. And when Sam calls her out on not being stoked on their partnership, Carly's like, well, are you going to help? And Sam goes, aw. Of course not. Jeanette McCurdy's delivery on this. I have Lauren Michaels himself. Lauren Michaels, producer of SNL. <laughs> Snull, if you will. Snull. On the phone as we speak. John Mulaney is quaking. <laughs> There's a new comedic genius and she's new in town. <laughs> she's new in town. <laughs> Get it? Because John Mulaney's special, new in town. Ha ha ha. But I'm... Um, ha ha. Anyway, this is uh-huh. John Mulaney's plug. He paid us to... <laughs> to plug his old ass fucking <laughs> Netflix comedy special. John Mulaney is on our lines all the time. Like, bro, your podcast like gets like under a thousand listens per episode. Like, bro, like plug New in Town. I need He's it. He's like, plug it, plug it. It's been a little while. I need some new followers, you know. So you guys go help our, our struggling friend out. Um, <laughs> go, go watch New in Town. The thing is too, Sam, she always says that she isn't going to help, but she contributes equally every single time which you see in this entire episode too like she always underestimates herself like be confident girl come on you contribute a lot it's a bit she pretends that she's like this little like baddie that like doesn't care but then like she actually she tries she's always there for her friends and like helping them and shit yeah she cares through and through she wants to see everybody succeed maybe it's just weak writing where they're like oh yeah sam like doesn't care and sam like doesn't do stuff and then they like forget that during the episode and they're like okay sam cares and sam does stuff now except that happens every episode yeah because it's always weak writing because nickelodeon (laughs) fucking blows nickelodeon fucking blows but but we're gonna continue and talk about how nickelodeon blows but then talk about how funny this episode was so yeah it's pretty dope freddie is also pissed off because he got paired with the bully slash jock slash like himbo king duke and not his love not sam but carly (laughs) (laughs) the other love i know we've already talked about this actor's background he was like in pair of kings and shit like that and sending with a chance yeah but unrelated this dude who used to look like a total fucking meathead his name is doug brochu brochu yeah um he looks like a twink now like full-on twink <laughs> mode yeah like little glasses and everything yes he is the twink representation of iCarly. <laughs> Also, this is really sad. This is Duke's last appearance. But it's not really sad because Duke is in the reboot. Oh! 
wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, so the twink returns. Oh my god, the the TM twink. <laughs> the hunk returns as a twink, a plot twist we never expected. No, wow, what growth from Duke. What a king. He came out. I love that for him. He got a prescription for his glasses amazing we love it now this changes everything i'm so happy now (laughs) duke is gay this is amazing we have to have him on here now that he's gay he's allowed to be on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) duke is already patronizing freddie he walks up screams hey what's up fredo which how you say very me because that's all i did last episode was call freddie things that were not (laughs) freddie he gives him a noogie and then shoves his smelly knee pad in his face natalie is it just me or did this remind you have something that we could not mention on this podcast um what is it you don't know wait what is it i need you to think a little bit i need you to think about something that we both experienced that we cannot talk about on the podcast about (laughs) guys i need a minute she just put her hand over her mouth and was speechless the way it just clicked like the second time saying it like i read your comment and i was like is she gonna explain this and the fact that you didn't even need to explain like just the look i just needed to see you for it to click in my head and i'm just gonna move on after that we're moving on we can't mention it on this podcast but we're moving on no we cannot that's that's for a different podcast yeah call her daddy get us on yeah hey we'll talk about it if we go on call her daddy yeah 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 but sam is shaking right now she is quaking more than john mulaney somebody else is bullying her sub right in front of her she Mm -mm. had to save poor old fred from the stinky (laughs) knee pad because nobody else bullies her sub not in front of her she grabbed duke like he weighed two pounds and was like get off my fucking man like i cannot believe that you just called freddy fred i feel like that is the most like of everything that i called him last episode like, I could call him Frito-Lay and it would make more sense than calling him Fred. Sir Fred Word. <laughs> there is one Fred and he, and he is on, on the, the mystery later. machine. Like Fred from, like, fucking YouTube. Oh, I'm thinking Fred from Scooby-Doo and the mystery machine. Oh, there are two Freds and this is not one of them. <laughs> there are three Freds now. You have to duke it out to find who's the alpha. I've just, I've just christened the third and only Fred that's allowed to exist. <laughs> but then now they have to go in an arena and kill each other until there's one Fred. Because there, there can only be one Fred. There can only be one Fred. And I hope Fred from Scooby-Doo wins because he's sexy. Specifically, Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Who's also actually a Fred. Uh- wow. So does he have to duel his character? Yeah. I think Freddie Prince Jr. would beat Freddie Prince Jr. as Fred. Yeah, I agree. I don't have anything else to say than I agree. He's dead sexy. He is so sexy. All right, <laughs> let's move on. Let's get back to iCarly and not Fred's. iCarly. iCarly, not iFred. Next up, Scooby-Doo podcast. <laughs> I do. I Scooby-Doo. <laughs> While Duke is giving like him a noogie, he's literally holding him fucking hostage. <laughs> like this is capital punishment again. Not pissing an asshole capital punishment. No. The step below. The step below. One less. Luckily, Carly took lessons in negotiation from her military SWAT team <laughs> uncle and trades Freddy for a strip of beef jerky. <laughs> I hated this. <laughs> 
and Duke takes his fucking beef jerky from Carly's hand and runs. Not even <laughs> runs. He kind of like he kind of like gallops. Like he like, he like punches his shoulders back like an animal. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Like, he literally primal, like primal. Yeah. He eats this beef jerky like a fucking caveman in the corner, just like a full blown <laughs> savage. This was amazing acting. This is why I was like Duke. I'm so sad that he did not come back later. Like, he was so good in this episode. Like, Duke bullying people and then them using fucking beef jerky to, like, lure him away like an animal is what kids in high school do to me when I was bullying people. And to, like, to shoo me away, they would just have hot Cheetos. And I'd be like, Cersei? Cersei? Hot Cheetos? And then they'd throw it across and I'd, like, run on all fours and be like, hot Cheetos! See, I feel like what Duke is is what the writers could have committed Sam being as a character. Yes, yeah. Because, like, this is Sam. And, like, that was, I was thinking about this, too, that, like, last episode where they were talking about, like, how Jonah is her perfect match because he also bullies people and, like, this and that, whatever. <laughs> like, no, Duke is actually Sam's perfect match. <laughs> the two of them are both savages for beef mm-hmm. jerky. They mm. love to bully people and specifically Sir Fred. Let's let's petition to change Sam's boyfriend in the last episode actually to Duke. Like <laughs> they just CGI Duke into it. Yeah. And it's like, I can't believe she's dating Duke. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the really bad like voiceovers when they yeah. do like the movies in other languages. Yeah. <laughs> just like the mouth is saying something completely different. <laughs> Back of the Shea apartment. If we had a dollar for every time we said back of the Shea apartment, we wouldn't need day jobs. We would not. All I'm saying, everyone, <laughs> every time we say back of the Shea apartment, Venmo me and Natalie, please. <laughs> Take a drink or don't because you might die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't do drinking games for this podcast. It's too much. We'd get sued. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, back at the Shea apartment, <laughs> uh, Sam and Carly are trying to figure out what to do for their science project. And Spencer comes in and just interjects himself in the conversation as usual fucking narcissist extreme over here and he's like well oh when i was in school my class hatched chicks and uh it was like really dope and the girls are like oh my god let's do that for our science project and um no i'm just a girl in the humanities but that's not an experiment that's a demonstration you have the chicks and you hatch them there's no control group there's no variable none of that shit and every other project that they pitched is also just a demonstration um Okay, so I agree with the chicks. It's not an experiment. It's just a project. But um, that's not true. Uh, Carly's proposed experiment of how different temperatures affect photosynthesis in plants is actually an experiment because you can hypothesize whether or not it would have an effect in form of Okay, 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 okay. Well, I was mainly focusing on when Sam said, let's put stuff in the microwave. And blow it up? Yeah. I mean... Also, that could be an experiment because you could be like, well, will it blow up or not? You could hypothesize whether it would blow up or not. It would be what? An experiment? Yeah. Experiment? Experiment. Experiment. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting into this. <laughs> Do I sound really weird to you? Because you sound really weird to me. You just sound like formal. Like it's an experiment. experiment. Like experiment? Sounds like yeah. experiment. Like spearmint gum. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> I don't see the issue. 
experiment. When Spencer first comes in and hears they're talking science stuff, he goes, I believe it was Einstein who said, this is just what experiment sounds like to me. This is how someone who says experiment would talk. I believe it was Einstein who said, what well, can't be proven scientifically is the scientific nature of science itself. And when the girls are like, I I, Einstein really said that? He's like, <laughs> yeah, or maybe like the hobo who lives like under this fucking wild place. And I'm just like, okay, why is there more hobo shaming? Always. There's always like, like why? Why do they always feel the need to throw in the hobo joke? I'm not here for it. Also, I Googled it. No one has said this in the history of ever. Wow. Wow. So Spencer's just like a gaslighting king. He's just like making up quotes, <laughs> making people believe that somebody else said it. Gaslight, gatekeep. Girl, Girl boss, boss, incest, I watch iCarly. The five must-dos for every young, sexy single. <laughs> Sam's like, I love hobos. Let's do a project on hobos. And Carly's like, what do hobos have to do with science? And Sam's like, aren't they affected by gravity or something? Um, Actually, they're affected by wealth inequality, lack of mental health care, and the affordable housing crisis, Sam. Samantha, Miss Girl. A period. You could do a project like on economic disparities. It's funny that you said that because I was going to say the same exact thing. Samantha Puckett is problematic check. <sighs> I mean, we should have known. We should have known. She's probably a Republican, honestly. Or she's like one of the ones that's like, I don't care about politics. I could see that. But she'd be no, like. No, that's Carly. No, Carly's a Republican. No, I think Carly doesn't care about politics. She just thinks whatever her dad thinks. But then Sam is like, I don't want the government in my business. Why do they want me to take a fucking vaccine? <laughs> the vaccine's gonna give me meningitis. Sam's got like tinfoil like in her house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like 5G. They're putting the 5G inside of me. <laughs> but Carly, so she listens to her dad and her dad's in the military. So. Yeah, Republican. She's, Republican. she's a Republican. Okay, okay. But, yeah. but she's not preachy about it. She doesn't really believe it. It's just, she just thinks that that's life she's just like you know like it just like happens it's just like yeah like she'll be friends with gay people but then like when they like want the right to get married she'll just be like oh i just feel like marriage is between a man and a woman i don't know like i don't know that's just like how i was like raised you know like it's just like like, that's just like what my daddy says if you see me in boys town taking shots with twinks like those are two unrelated (laughs) ideas like she's like wishy-washy taking shots with duke Her and Duke at the gay club, and Duke is like, but I want to be able to like get married, like who I love. And she's like, but Duke, you seem so straight. Like I don't understand. Like you're like, buff. You like eat like beef jerky. Like what? yeah, I don't think gay guys can eat beef jerky. I think they would like evaporate. And that's that on that. Like that's that on that. <laughs> <laughs> After agreeing to hatch the eggs for their project, Carly realizes... We can even show it on iCarly. The eggs, the whole incubation process, and then the baby chicks being born. I just wanted you to say that line because I wanted to know how you pronounced eggs without me prompting you to say it. (laughs) Because the way that Miranda Cosgrove delivers this line is, we can even show it on iCarly. The eggs, the whole incubation process, and then the baby chicks being born. And all I could think about is... What the fuck is an egg? An egg. What is an egg? I hate when people say that. Like a like a Canadian like egg. Yeah. People who say egg, they also say leg. Like, oh, my legs hurt. Oh, I thought you were saying like lake. No, leg. They say leg and egg. Leg? 
That's jail. What act? What kind of accent is that? People in Chicago fucking do it. I don't think. I think it's like caramel caramel. Like not really regional. Just like person to person. Huh. I don't like that. If you say leg or egg, um, I would say comment down below or find us somewhere and tell us. But actually, just jump off a cliff and like never speak again. <laughs> Thanks. Unsubscribe to the podcast immediately. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to listen anymore. Thanks. You've been added to the list of banned people. First is men. <laughs> second is straights. And now people who pronounce it egg. <laughs> And this is why our podcast doesn't get a lot of listens. It's not because it's bad and not because it's not popular. It's just because we ban like half the world population. Exactly. And that's fine. Period. Menstrual cycle. Uh. But um, even though uh, Carly has been canceled and banned from this podcast, she's honestly a girl boss. Like, Yo, she's a girl boss. A girl boss. <laughs> she's always making everything into content for iCarly. Like she has always got iCarly on the mind, ready to make that money. Like, love to see it, Queen. I mean, she's not special. Same with us. We're fucking talking about our personal lives on this fucking iCarly podcast to make it memorable for our listeners. Like, we want to add some flavor, some personality. We're like, oh, yeah, I've been ghosted. Oh, yeah, I've been fired. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, I don't pronounce leg like leg and egg. I say leg and egg. That's That takes a lot. Well, that's why we're also girl bosses. We're all girl bosses here. From all the people that we've banned, if you happen to also be a girl boss, we'll let you back in as long as you also promise to gaslight, gatekeep, incest, and I rewatch iCarly. Amen. Amen. And then after they agree to hatch the chick, Sam's like, and then we'll make fried chicken. And honestly, as a vegan, I'm offended. I am very offended. And you know what? As a human, I'm offended. I'm very <laughs> offended. Like, this just reminds me of... um. Everyone in my family has kids in their, like, 30s and 40s, okay? I have an old-ass family, which means my grandma grew up in the Great Depression. And so I'm always hearing these tragic-ass stories about, like, my grandma's pet bunnies that they then bred. And then when they had babies, they would eat the older ones. And then they would breed the babies. And then when the babies had babies and the babies got older, they would eat the older ones. And that makes me want to blow my fucking brains out. <laughs> it was the great depression though you know what add your grandma to the list of people who cannot listen to this podcast <laughs> in defense of my rabbit eating grandma um my my grandma's mom had nine or ten kids in the great depression and she woke up one morning and her husband left she was all alone she said rabbits for everybody for dinner she was alone <laughs> in detroit the hub of the great depression with 10 kids so forgive them for wanting a little bit of meat anyway. You know what? I don't. Is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> they should have died. <laughs> Natalie's like, your family lineage should have ended. <laughs> Poor people don't learn to cope. Don't. Deceased. <laughs> Do not adapt. <laughs> Just die. Just literally yeah. die. Anyway, Carly, Carly is also very disturbed <laughs> by this statement. So she goes, give me your hand. And Sam puts her hand up and Carly bites it. And then Carly walks away. But Sam screams, wait, bite the other one. And I'm like, I mean, this is me. This is very me. Carly was just adapting. She was in the Great Depression. <laughs> she had nothing else to eat. She had 10 kids to feed and she needed to eat something. <laughs> she said, I'm going to breed this hand and then we will all eat this. <laughs> but Sam is in love with Carly. She's like, bite me, please. She's a dom with men and a sub with women. How you say me? Stop. Stop. <laughs> Wait, you're a dom with men? Yeah. And a sub with women? Yeah. It do be like that. Oh. 
I'm the opposite. I like beat the shit out of men. And then like women, I'm like, beat the shit out of me. Much to process. <laughs> Is it all clicking for everybody listening? <laughs> like, I always thought that I'd be a dom with men, but um, I don't think they deserve my energy. That's why I'm mean to them. This is not a gender and woman studies class, you guys. We're going to move on. (laughs) So now that we're on the iCarly set, the girls announced their plan to hatch chicks for the web show on iCarly. For the opening of the show, though, the girls are in their bathing suits on a beach. (laughs) But then it switches to space. Elon Musk, check! (laughs) They're actually on Jeff Bezos' rocket. And the girls start freaking the fuck out because they're like, Jeff Bezos, how do we get here? How did you get here? What's going on? Why are you bald? I'm weirded out. <laughs> What's happening? Why, how do we all fit on this rocket? What's going on? It looks like a dick. This is inappropriate. This is going on Nickelodeon. <laughs> but Carly is having a little bikini moment here. And uh. Sam is having a little lesbian moment here. <laughs> Carly's bikini has like a skirt as the bottoms, and holy fuck, is this a throwback? Like, <laughs> that was like a thing back in the day to have that like sport, like little skirt yeah. bikini bottom. Like, I'm pretty sure I had this exact bikini. I'm <laughs> screaming because now it's literally just like whole ass out. Yes, like little little piece of floss in your ass crack, and you're like, eh. you're like, hey. I like, I hate to be like sexualizing children, but I was just like, why is she in a bikini? Yeah, personally, like her little her little underdeveloped boobs were like in that top, and I, all I could think about was if I was her age and I was in a bikini and cameras were on me, and like the whole world was gonna see. I would be like, hey, can we not do this? Can we literally have anything but me and my little tiny boobies in a bikini? Yeah. I didn't want to say it either, but it also kind of made me uncomfortable. Like, I also didn't want to, like, sexualize them in that way either. But I was Mm -hmm. just like, Sam is in a one piece. Like, I know she's like a lesbian. I'll get into that in like a little (laughs) moment. But like, like Carly didn't have to be in a bikini either. I think the big difference is. We're not in a public pool looking at some random 14-year-old in a bikini and being like, hey, like, that's inappropriate. Because for me, what puts a bad taste in my mouth is that adults dressed her, adults scripted this, adults put her in this outfit and then put her on camera for the entire world to see. Right. And that's what what weirds me out. I'm not saying that, like, little girls shouldn't wear bikinis because it's sexual. Because it's not. Like, they're little fucking girls. Right. But it's like... Why are you going to, like, film that? And and a grown man is the writer. And a grown man is the director. Yeah. And they were just like, okay. It definitely adds a layer that, you know, we know that people have, like, called Dan Schneider Predator. So I feel like I'm always thinking about that. It makes him more icky. Suspect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, real icky. All right. Well. Anyway, back to the funny stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, Sam being a lesbian. Uh, uh, we're just going to make jokes when people are traumatized on the set. Uh, we're moving on because it's bits of jokes. <laughs> it's just bits of jokes. I'm a podcast. podcast. We are not a gender woman studies class. Thank you. Um, but as we were saying, Sam is a classic little lesbian <laughs> with the one piece and the shorts on top of the one Woo! piece. She, she said, said, do, do not, not perceive, perceive me. me. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, how often we say the exact same thing at the exact same time without yeah, meaning to? The, the mind, mind melding. melding. 
the minds do be melding. They do be melding. But after their little bikini lesbian moment here, they reveal that it was actually shocker. <gasps> A green screen no no way we were all fooled no dude i thought they were fucking in space i know i really thought they were in space with jeff bezos again mind melt i can't believe this i feel bamboozled i feel lied to sadly i hate to break it to everybody it was a green screen man i'm never gonna fucking recover from this <laughs> it was made I was fucking lied to no listen fuck. listen 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 it was made <laughs> it was made by their always reliable and rarely sticky tech producer fred word fred he turns to the camera and he confirms that yep it's true guys it's true he hasn't been sticky in weeks <laughs> like really no. the fucking this is a masturbation joke or something like why is this is disgusting why is it why would he why would he be sticky you know what i have not been sticky in weeks either but i'm not happy about it all right i wish i was sticky hashtag get sarcy sticky 2021 hashtag someone come on my face it's been a long time it's been a long time without come on my face charlie booth is shaking <laughs> i'm never gonna get a job i'm gonna be unemployed forever um but the girls they decide to show a clip sent in by a fan that apparently fits into the theme of the episode because apparently there's themes now on the iCarly episodes really yeah I, they put they put the slightest bit of thought into it because it doesn't look like it i don't fucking know there's been no theme the theme last week was capital punishment <laughs> theme this week is fucking eggs the clip starts to roll and it's a child who is sitting in a bathtub filled with scrambled eggs laughing and screaming maniacally and then just goes later <laughs> what what the actual fuck what the fuck like no words all of them are all confused too and but like hang on wasn't carly not just mad at <laughs> sam for talking about fried chicken and yet here they are showing a fucking child in scrambled eggs <laughs> discussing their children on this fucking web show. I see a double standard here. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's kind of morbid. Those are basically scrambled chicks. Yeah. But also kind of not. Kind of not. Kind of not because the eggs that we eat are unfertilized. They'll never turn into a chicken. It's basically a period. But still. But still. Kind of strange. Kind of, yeah. Biologically, no. Mentally, uh, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, like a little. Like, it's a little weird. And I just, you know, I have a lot of questions for this child. Um, why waste that many scrambled eggs? I have a lot of questions for the adults that put this in here. <laughs> Fuck that child! <laughs> this is probably one of the videos that somebody sent in, and they were just like, what the fuck do we do with this? Let's make an entire episode about chicks. <laughs> hey, yo, can, can we feel like chicks in, chicks in the episode? Can we do something like eggs? Cause this Cause kid, we like, got this weird ass fucking video. video. Yo, we got an egg video. Can we like put that in somewhere? If Rob Deerdreck got this video sent into him, <laughs> he would not know what to do with this. Like... <laughs> no, you know what he would do with it. He would play it and then be like, Chanel. <laughs> and Chanel would be like, <laughs> <laughs> And Rob would be like, that's the money maker right there. That's it. But I mean, that's pretty much what the kids did for this too, so. 
Well, I mean, not even. They were bogus as fuck. Yeah, afterward, the kid signs off with later, and Carly goes, not the best video we've ever received. (laughs) Fucking hater ass bitch. This man just gave you free content for your boring ass web show, put more effort into scrambling like seven fucking million trillion eggs, which is more fucking effort they've ever put into iCarly. And this poor kid, who's probably a member of the proletariat, it probably cost him a fortune to do... And he dirtied his fucking bathtub. His mom yeah. probably fucking yelled at him for it. And you're going to be like, not that bath video. Well, it was fucking good enough for you to fucking put on your fucking webcast. Yeah. So. For free. Bitch. Choke. Carly hate gang. God, fuck I Carly. You know what? Fuck I Carly. No, not fuck I Carly. Fuck Carly. Oh, okay, fuck Carly fuck Shay. Carly. Fuck Carly fuck Shay. Carly Shay. We're going to jump her ass. <laughs> fuck that bitch. This fuck is, that We're going to get revenge for Mr. Scrambled Egg Man. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get revenge for so many people. All the people she's wronged, do the list. Get in line. Mrs. fucking Briggs. <laughs> Carl, who nobody can pee on. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Lubert. Dude, we're avenging all these people. Me and you are the new Avengers. Just avenging Avengers. everyone. Every I avenge. <laughs> yeah. Avengers assemble. And it's literally just like us fucking Lubert, Carl, who doesn't exist. Us <laughs> fucking Lubert. Just us fucking Lubert. Oh, we're taking him to Paris. <laughs> we're ta- it's not Spencer. It's actually Luby. No, it's both of them. They just, we switch them out. Like, <laughs> not at the same time. It's not a foursome. It's still an Eiffel Tower. No, no, no. We it's are in Paris. Tower. Yes. It's just we, we, we alternate. We haven't left Paris. It's just that Luby and Spencer, they like take the train in and out of Paris. We're there. back to the eggs the girls reveal the incubator and what they need to do for them to hatch and soon we gonna have us some baby chicks wow (laughs) okay waluigi (laughs) i can't remember what it supposed to sound like it pretty much sounded like that okay like, the scream was so loud. Like, Jeanette committed to the scream. What anger did she have to get out? Like, what was she harboring? Dan like, Schneider! She was like, fuck you, Dan Schneider! Wow! <laughs> like, like, Carly's just doing a little accent. And then fucking Sam is like, wow! Like, for what? And also, like, why can Miranda Cosgrove do a better southern accent than us? Like, we failed. Like, Speak for yourself, little lady. I can do a pretty good one. I'm in the South. I'm in Texas every damn day. I'm on my fucking horse. I'm riding this horse every fucking day. We gonna we gonna have us uh, some baby chicks in Texas. Fuck <laughs> Parish. I've been in damn Dallas since the day I was born. You hear me? I've never been to Paris in my goddamn life. I've been wow. wrestling cattle since my fake, daddy fake taught news. me how to fucking breathe. I guess I'm going to Paris by myself. <laughs> Au revoir, little lady. I'll be here down south. <laughs> Goodbye. Au revoir. The train is left. <laughs> the train left and Cersei stayed in the south. It was a terrifying tale of two lovers who could not ever make it work. <laughs> she was a cowgirl, and she was a French girl, and they will never meet again. Podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it ends. 
instead of it ending, we're actually introduced to the new members of the iCarly family. Let us welcome the new members, Shelly, Wavo, Benedict, Omelette, Yoko, and Pochi. Hi, guys. Hey. It's so nice to meet you. They're actually here. They're guests on the podcast. Oh, my God, you guys. We have Shelly, Wavo, Benedict, Omelette, Yoko, and Pochi here on the pod. Give them a warm <laughs> round of applause. Woo! Um, but if you couldn't tell, all of these names are egg-themed. And let's do a quick little recap for those of y'all who didn't get them. Shelly is for eggshells. Wavo is egg in Spanish. Benedict is eggs Benedict. Omelette is self-explanatory. Wait, I, I don't, can you explain that for me? I don't get it. No. Yoko is yoke. Not Yoko Ono. I think that was a Beatles reference. And Pochi is for poached eggs. What's a poached egg? uh is that like an egg that like poaches animals yeah oh wow wow send that fucking egg to jail that's fucking to jail that's low it's fucked up capital punishment pissing his asshole i'm pissing in poachy's asshole as we speak fuck (laughs) it just happened folks pita is typing (laughs) pita can lick my anus or i will piss in theirs (laughs) back in the shea apartment venmo me and natalie both a dollar each please thank you very much (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck what is that fucking wow 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 you know like the little djs where they're like wham wham the little fucking horn like (laughs) yeah 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 no i like wow 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 Um, anyway, we find ourselves once again in the Cher Residence. Spencer comes out of the shower holding a chick, and they realize that the chick's hatched. They hatched. Also, Spencer is literally in a towel that is wrapped around his waist. A towel! And there's another one wrapped around his hair. A towel! And he looks, he looks sexy. (laughs) Get it? Like egg, like seg z s e g g s y. Wow. But um, I have a certificate from the Second City Training Center on how to write comedy. It's crazy that the bitch who hates puns be out here <laughs> <making> puns. <laughs> I switch it up on them hoes. They never know what they're gonna get. Um, I literally started sweating when he came out. I was like, I lips, I. He's in a towel. It's like tied a little. T- you could see a little ab, wore a little dad bod. He looking smexy. Quote unquote dash lesbian-ish ish parentheticals don't know if i'm into men i was sweating when he came out oh my god my pussy was throbbing at his masculine physique <laughs> she's so mad i'm not going to paris anymore you're uninvited uh, wait if you're you just said that you're not going anymore i've changed my mind i'm going how are we gonna go to paris if you don't want to fuck dudes how are we gonna go to paris if you don't want to fuck dudes well the thing is is that i've been in paris so uh, like how am i not what? We've been in Paris this whole time. Alright, So we've been fucking dudes. You're 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 exiling me from Paris. Yeah. Because I called you out on the fact that you're calling yourself a lesbian, but you wanna fuck dudes. Because you're biphobic. You know what? Because you're biphobic is the I you're the one saying that you're are you a lesbian or are you bi? That's an that's a crazy question. Anyway. <laughs> I 
am officially resigning from this podcast. I can't do it anymore. I fucking can't. You're the one. You're the one who's like, I'm a lesbian. I'm a lesbian for 15 episodes. And then episode 16, you're like, oh, no, sorry. For 14 episodes. (laughs) You're like, I'm bisexual. It's just crazy that maybe a girl has an epiphany when Spencer comes out in a towel looking sexy, as you say. The literal truth of the matter is I thought I was a lesbian and then I kept having sex dreams about Jerry Trainer, And I was like, you know what? I don't think lesbians have sex <laughs> dreams about Jerry Trainer. <laughs> So well, this maybe they do since I'm also having them. So this this really reveals nothing. We're both bisexual. We just hate men. We just hate the majority of men. Exactly. You know, it's fine. Anyway. Anyway, um, why does he have a towel in his hair when he doesn't have long hair? What's the towel doing? It's camp. He said, hey, let me look a little spicy. It's for the fit. It's so that it's not too sexy. Because if he came yeah. out in just a towel, Ooh, that would be hair too much. Back. Yes. Oh! That would be... That would be we're, we're soaking, soaking. Yeah, <laughs> like, like through you know the chair. I mean? Yeah, like, that would be too much. They needed to hide it. They, they needed to yes. make him look like Jamie Lee Curtis a little bit. Yes, they needed to make him look a little bit more childish, like not mm-hmm. as like sexy because the towel would have been too sexy. They definitely had him just come out like with the bottom towel, and then they looked at him and they were like, "Oh, uh, uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. dicks are hard, pussies are wet, assholes are quivering." <laughs> Assholes have piss in them. We got to do something to make this a little, a little more PG. Puga, if you will. Yeah. But on Paramount Plus, you can see him just in the towel. And, and us, us taking in the Paris. <laughs> Spencer explains that he found the chick because he reached for it, thinking that it was a bar of soap. And he's like, good thing I realized before. And then he cuts himself off. And I'm like, was he going to put the chick in his ass? Which just makes him sexier because that means that he washes his asshole, which a lot of men don't fucking do. We love a clean king. <laughs> I can't. I can't because I wrote <laughs> word for word the same exact fucking thing. I said before he cleaned what? Before he cleaned his dick? His ass? His balls? Like, what? Like, what is he cleaning? I'm just getting ass vibes. I'm getting ass vibes. I don't yes. know why. Because it's like, okay. If I he, got if ass he, vibes first. If he rubbed the chick, like, on his dick, that wouldn't be that bad, actually. But, like, swiping it up your ass crack might injure it. So that's why I thought ass. And that's why it was a good thing he realized. No, hang on. <laughs> Let's rewind. She said, she said, hang on. No, I don't even want to repeat this. She said, you know what? It would not be as bad if he cleaned his dick with a newborn I mean, like, it wouldn't be detrimental to the chick's health. (laughs) No. Not that it's good or normal that it... (laughs) That it... Um, it would be detrimental to the chick's mental health. Yeah. The chick doesn't know what a dick is. It's a little baby chick. But like if you swiped it up the ass crack like it could break a wing. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe we're sitting here and debating the <laughs> What orifice? <laughs> what? Well, what genitalia? <laughs> I thought ass first. I thought ass first. What has our lives come from? I don't 
degrees sitting in this Zoom chat right now. Three of them. And one certificate from the Second City Training Center Chicago. <laughs> and yet we have no conclusion about where the chick was going to go. I vote asshole. If you vote asshole, say I. Asshole. I say I. If you vote asshole, say I. Asshole. <laughs> All who agree, say I. Agree. <laughs> we have like the fucking like the thing scrolling. <laughs> like A. <laughs> I, Cersei McNaughton. I, Natalie. Nays, zero. <laughs> Abstain, Spencer. <laughs> Where are we? My face hurts. Um, I was going to say that. I was gonna say at least he's hygienic <laughs> because you know he cleans his yeah. ass or his dick or his it's balls or whatever you know we there. don't know we're yeah. thinking ass I'm thinking ass I'm thinking ass today I'm thinking ass I got ass on the brain but but is he really hygienic or like what because if he thinks a chick is a bar of soap like is his bar of soap usually like i mean fuzzy? i mean like, you know there, there's there's water in your eyes was he like you're just you're out? just reaching for things but that, you don't need water in your eyes you got it's a different feeling but yeah and then he felt it and he was like oh it's a chick but it seems like he got close oh he was like oh it's a good thing i realized before i mean you know. he's a himbo like, i thought he was like in the motion about to like swipe Spencer up the ass is a with dumb this dumb. chick and then he was like oh dumb shit dumb. We can't expect him to have a, a high IQ. I mean, yeah. he doesn't realize things. He's a little sexy, <laughs> dumb, illiterate boy. I yeah, almost called yeah, him yeah, a himbo, yeah. but he's not no. hunky enough. No, he's like a he's a lank bow. He's like a dimbo. Like he's like a dad. Oh, himbo. I said a a lank bow, like a lanky, a lanky bimbo. I don't I don't think he has a dad bod. No, but he has like dad vibes. Yeah. Well, he has like older brother trying to be a dad vibes. Yeah, still dad ish vibes. Yeah, ish, ish, ish. Mm. semantics at this point i think i think anyway the mothers is. no drama i think it's so cute that when carly <laughs> realizes that they hatch she goes ah, we're moms i was like me with my kittens <laughs> it was so cute oh like, she cares did we just redeem carly <laughs> are we now carly stands you know wait no, 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 no. I'm about to, oh, I'm about to ruin right. it again. You know, not to get, like, a little technical again. Get into it, yeah. But, like, so if what they're saying is that, like, all the chicks, like, just hatched, right? Like, they're, they're like, straight out the egg. Me? I'm straight out the egg, bitch. You don't even know. Straight out the egg, baby. <laughs> like, then why was the chick that Spencer is holding, like, an older chick? Like, newborn yeah. chicks are, like, wet. They're, like, wet. They have, like, two feathers. Like, this chick is not a newborn this has been myth busted, okay? This is a lie. Those chicks are older than that. This is like Renesmee in Twilight, where it's clearly a big, fat, older baby, but they just, like, lathered it in, like, raspberry and cream cheese, make it look like it just popped out the pussy. But also, it's actually, like, it's not scientifically probable that all the chicks would even hatch at the same time. Yes! Like, they would hatch, like, one after the other through a series of, like, a week, uh, like, a few days apart. Anyway, this entire episode, myth busted, bitch. iCarly is not fucking scientifically accurate. Like, they're, like, teaching the youth of America wrong things about chicks. They don't even know what a project or an experiment yeah. is, so... Yeah, iCarly is poisoning the minds of the youth today. You heard it here first, folks. Garbage. They go to check on their little... Babies. Little babies. The little furry babies. 
The little not newborn <laughs> babies. The little fake newborns have been manufactured <laughs> by the production team. <laughs> but all the ticks are gone. <gasps> Freddie shows up because he saw them hatch on the egg cam. And the yeah. gang realizes they only have four hours to find them until they die from being out of their incubator without food. Dun, dun, Turns, dun! Out <laughs> Turns out there actually is Ooh. drama because the chicks are all missing and Freddie thinks that Sam has eaten them all. But alas, Sam would never eat a chick. Raw. Raw. I <laughs> honestly, I this was so fucking funny. This was hilarious. Freddie was like, it was. did Sam eat them? And she was like, I would never <laughs> eat a chick. Raw. Like, Raw. they are getting into their acting groove because these jokes are hitting, they're smacking, I am giggling. I'm loving yes. it. I'm laughing. Yes. I'm having a giggle, mate. They killed this episode. The, this entire episode, like, on all point, of them on, on point. point. Every single last one of them. The writing, good. The acting, amazing. amazing. The plot, Good. The continuity, shit. Eh, well, well, if he there, a little if he there. But the acting, dude, these kids, I, they're getting in their fucking groove. They're a couple episodes in. They're like, yeah, I'm a Nickelodeon bitch. They are. <laughs> now that the chicks are missing, Freddy tries to look up info about what the chicks need to survive on the Zap Look, which is their Google. But instead of typing in chicks, he's typed in chucks and they end up on the world of chucks website they start listing all the chucks of the world like chuck norris until they realize it now it just really makes me want to ask you uh who's your favorite chuck um like of the list no of all of the chucks in the universe who's your favorite chuck um so my uncle his name was chuck well his name was charles but his nickname was chuck and so like my cousin is cj jr like he's charles jr so he's chuck jr so they're my favorite chucks that is a way cuter answer than i was anticipating <laughs> shout, shout out to the chucks <laughs> well who's your favorite chuck what's your answer i don't have i don't know i don't know a lot of, i don't know any chucks chuck i would i would literally have to google famous people named chuck famous people named chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood, how much wood would woodchuck uh, chuck? I don't know any of these people. Chuck Norris, Chuck Berry, Chuck Lytle, Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor! Uh, like Chuck Taylors, right? Like the, Well, like I the was going shoes? for the Jonas Brothers and Love Bug. Chuck Taylor! You know, they're saying all those weird things. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Chuck Yeager, Chuck Lore, Chuck Jones, Chuck Connors. I don't, I don't know fucking any of these Chucks. I also do not know any of those Chucks. Like, uh, Chuck... Oh, Chuck from Gossip Girl. Was his name Chuck or was it Charles? Chuck Bass. Chuck Bass. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was, his name was Chuck Bass. Are you sure? Why is my mind blanking? Because I can't picture them saying Chuck. Oh, dude, it's Chuck and Blair. No, it was it, not. Chuck and Blair. Chuck Bass. And then fucking Serena's. No, it was Chuck Bass. It was. And Serena's mom would always be like, Charles. Charles Bartholomew, a.k.a. Chuck yeah. Bass. Why does that seem wrong? Like when I say it out loud, it's like a Mandela effect. Like his name. It does seem wrong. Was never really Chuck. Yeah, Chuck Bass. And Blair being like, Chuck, Chuck, you can't do this to me, Chuck. Chuck Bass is my favorite Chuck. Why? I know, I know. Episode one, the pilot, he did try to R-A-P-E Jenny. But here's the thing about the pilot. Chuck and Nate 
millionaires were also riding the bus in the pilot and then starting the second episode of season one we see that they take private limos everywhere and they have private drivers and shit so i think we can say that the pilot was truly not a fully fleshed out thought out thing as to what the whole series would be so we can take it as falsity chuck never did that to jenny and they also never rode the bus because they would never ride the bus with dan humphrey in a million fucking years that's why i rationalized liking chuck bass uh anyway what about chuck e cheese i grew up vegan so i wasn't allowed to go as a child Hmm. one of the many depressing aspects of my life yeah Yeah. that, that is sad i'm sorry to bring that up sorry i've also never been to rainforest cafe very sad and the one downtown in Chicago just closed, and it literally made me cry. Because Wait, just closed? I thought they closed, like, fucking, like, 15 years ago. Oh, no, no. It, the one downtown closed during COVID, and I've always wanted to go. They still existed? Yeah. There's still some of the suburbs around here, but I always wanted to go to the one downtown Chicago. And it's, like, that's one of the things where it's, like, I always wanted to go to Rainforest Cafe as a kid, like, always. And I couldn't because they didn't have any vegan options, and my mom wouldn't let me go. And I, I never went, and I always wanted to go in adulthood. And then they closed the one in downtown Chicago. I'm like, fuck. I thought that they were all, like, done. No, I think some still exist. I'm pretty sure the ones in the suburbs still exist. Because that place was open, like, literally in 2019. Me and my friends went in there to get a table, and I was so excited. And there was a 45-minute wait. And my friends were like, I don't want to wait that long. This was just kind of, like, a bit for us. And I was like, I was about to fulfill a childhood dream. So... That's sad. But you can go to Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> if there's even one around here. We'll find one. We'll go on vacation to find a Rainforest Cafe. How about that? Like how people plan like vacations around like like stadiums or, or some other shit. We'll plan a vacation around a Rainforest camp- Cafe. Thank you for fulfilling my dream with me. All right. Planned. You're welcome. It's, it's official. official. I love this podcast about iCarly. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> After they find out their favorite Chucks, too, and they also plan their vacation around the Rainforest Cafe, Carly finds the correct website, and it says that bad things, very bad things, will happen to the chicks if they don't find them in time. Meaning... I hated this euphemism. I hated it. Six cute little chicken funerals! That's what that means. I literally had to put the subtitles on to understand what she said because it literally sounds like six cute little chicken funerals! And somehow it means six cute little chicken funerals. Like, I, I literally watched it twice and I didn't get it on the second time and I had to rewind it and be like, subtitles. <laughs> Now you see why I watch with subtitles, because I cannot (laughs) fucking hear anything. But they calculate that they have three hours and four minutes precisely to save the lives of these precious chicks. But Sam wants to know if there's time for a quick lunch. No! There's not time for a quick lunch! These chicken babies are gonna die! You selfish cunt! They're gonna die! They're about to... No, they're not about to die. They're about to have very bad things happen to them. Very Very horrible, terrible things. never piss at a baby chick's asshole i would wait until they were an adult chicken thank you very much and they could give her consent i would hope. yeah they would go cluck cluck for yes and cluck for no <laughs> the i crew including spencer all team up to find the chicks they have a whiteboard with their names and pictures to keep track of which ones they find spencer has drawn his interpretations of the six chicks to match their personalities most notable of these one wavo has on a poncho and a sombrero racist yep and two yoko is drawn like yoko ono which yes yoko is also named after yoko ono fuck john lennon glad that bitch is dead i mean he deserved to be shot i'm not gonna lie that motherfucker was sick he was ill 
Anyway, stream Yoko Ono on Spotify. Uh, the gang is going through the game plan. And they announce that Shelly has been found. And Spencer yells out, checking off Shelly. Spencer then does a roll call for the other five missing chicks. We gotta find Huevo, Omelette, Benedict, Yoko, and Pochi. <laughs> I love how dedicated Spencer is to this. And, like, the acting is impeccable. Like, he did everything. He, like, drew, this, like, their whole portraits. Like, he is, like, checking off who is missing. Like, he is wholeheartedly ready for this mission and anything that comes with it. He is ready to lay down his life to find these chicks. As he should. As he should. I want to know how they know this is Shelly when they didn't even see them happen. <laughs> yeah, that was... I, I have this question somewhere else. I'm like, how do they know who is who? How the fuck do they... Like, what? They're fucking baby chicks. They all look the fucking same. Well, they were all eggs. Yeah. Okay. They were eggs. They didn't see them hatch. Like, they were all eggs. They named them. They didn't see them hatch. And they're all chicks and they look the same. They they post-birth name them. It's not like they, like, they were hatched. Birth. Yeah. No, they pre-birth name them. Yeah, they pre-hatch name them. Pre-hatch name them. And then post-hatch somehow knew who they were pre-hatch when not seeing them hatch. And, like, they, it's not like they hatched and then they, like, labeled them in some way. No. Like, no. They just, they they, just know. But, I mean, mother's instinct, you know? I wouldn't know. I'm not a mother. So, like... First I, of all, you are a mother. You do have three cats. I am a mother. I am. You're a mother! No, no drama. drama! But here's the thing. I am also a mother. And I have five kittens that I'm raising because I did give birth to them because I am a cat. And two of them look very similar. They're twins. Unfortunately, tragedy struck and one of them, um, he ended up losing a leg and my mom was crying about it. And I told her, mom, at least now we can tell them apart because one of them only has three legs. <laughs> PETA is again typing. PETA's not even typing anymore. PETA's at the <laughs> But door. here's the thing. Like, PETA has I cold. We, They're setting up a protest. We were with these kittens for weeks, and we could not tell these two apart. We could not. How can I tell these chicks apart? She's trying to She's trying to get back. She's trying to have PETA not PETA, up, if you come to so. my house and try to take away my fucking children from me, I will fucking kill you with my bare fucking hands. <laughs> Those are my kids. I feel like I gave birth to them. They're not my fucking cats. They're my literal fucking children, especially Limpy. The one with three legs. Uh, now 911 is on the phone. Yeah, bitch, I'll kill you too. I'll give a fuck. Hey, cab. Ah! It's all bits and jokes. It's all bits and jokes. Anyway. anyway. It's all bits and jokes here. I would never kill a PETA agent. Thank you. They have agents. They have like secret agents that come to your house with guns. I've heard you've been abusing animals. Pew, 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 pew. They're like fucking Freddy and going <laughs> in from your house. And it's like, we're fucking PETA, bitch. Open the door. They just descend from the ceiling, but there's no hole in the ceiling. I'm like, where did? You, why are you attached to my light nope. fixture, dude? How did you get here? They're like, did Dan Schneider write this fucking crap of PETA coming into my house? And they're like, yeah, dude, he funds PETA. That's how we exist. Exactly. More Ionon shit. This is insane, folks. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> Dan Schneider funds PETA? How did we get here? How did we get here? I used to know Who you knows, so well. Cersei X sings X, the X, Twilight X, soundtrack X. <laughs> no, nothing from you? No, I agree. I just, I, uh, you know, I just want to talk about iCarly. Oh. You know, I'm just, I'm just really in the mood. I'm sorry. I forgot this was an iCarly podcast. I thought this was the Bits and Jokes podcast. It, it is. It's the, it's the cart, uh, it's the Cersei sings Twilight <laughs> podcast. Oh, okay then. Uh, let me do another one then. Oh God. No, I'm just kidding. It's the iCarly podcast. Okay. We switch back. Okay. Okay. Never mind. I won't do another one, I guess. <laughs> Carly checks the time on her phone and says there's two hours and 55 minutes left until the chicks 
have something very, very bad happen to them. Very, very bad. The phone that she checks is a fucking razor, <laughs> and it's on the waistband of her pants. Like, please. I stand. The razor on the waistband. Bro, that was a look. So fucking 2000. That was an L-U-Q-U-E. That was a look. It was a look. Dude, I had a pink razor and a black glittery case for my little for my little belt hoops. I'm honestly a little traumatized to say this, but I never had a razor. <gasps> oh my God. I never had one. I am so sorry. I know. I, I never got to experience it. So since Carly's says that there's only two hours and 55 minutes left this means that only nine minutes have passed between them being upstairs and them being downstairs and doing this entire game plan and yet somehow in these (laughs) nine minutes they have managed to have spencer drop this whiteboard which i mean he's an artist you know maybe it didn't take him too too long they have found walkie talkies and sam and carly have changed outfits what yep you heard me right the continuity person the fucking person who's supposed to check on this shit fired again rehired and fired again i did not even notice that holy fuck sir freddy he's in the same outfit so good for you they got one out of three of them right but sam and carly completely different outfits good lord freddy tells everyone that duke is on his way over but carly's freaking out because there's no time for sweaty wrestlers in the shea apartment and fred's like well it's kind of too late because he's already on the way over to work on our project they really said fuck freddy in his project huh we don't give a fuck about you baby the show is called iCarly they're like get with it or get lost like we are literally the main characters that's true carly orders spencer to turn the heat up to 90 degrees for the chicks spencer's like 90 degrees and sam's like no 90 pickles to which spencer answers no need to be hurtful hilarious this is literally me every time i get asked a stupid question i said this last week i'll say it again this is so fucking funny and i do this all the time wow you guys natalie's second language is like sarcasm she's fluent in sarcasm it's on my tinder bio and everything she's a no bullshit kind of girl So they're in the kitchen. They hear some squeaking. They think it's in the sink. So Spencer goes to turn on the light to help them see what's going on. But when he flips the switch, the garbage disposal turns off. He turns it off. And after a moment of silence, the squeaks resume. And they realize the chick is further down the drain. This was like really fucking dark. It was fucked up. Like they this let it. They let us think that that chick was dead for like a like, solid five seconds. Like fucking jail. Steve, go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> like and also, why does Spencer just stand there? Like the disposal was on for so fucking long. Like he did not. He's like standing there, and like Carly's like he was like let it die. Let it die. Let it die. <laughs> She's like, it's a garbage disposal as if it's not like. (laughs) He's like, what is that? Like, you know, it's just like the light. Like, that's such like a weird sound for the light, you know? And Carly's like, it's a fucking garbage disposal. And he's like, 
Oh, and then he turns it off. Like you are a grown man. You're gonna you're gonna tell me that he does not know that that's a fucking garbage disposal. He wanted that chick to die. It's hilarious because this trope is so pervasive that if I ever drop something in a garbage disposal, I don't give a fuck. I'm not putting my hand on there. It's gone. No. It is gone forever. It's gone. Goodbye. I'm not risking it. Fuck no. And he's over here just no. <laughs> the fucking baby chick. It was just like so like ever. They were all just like like staring and i'm like is anybody are y'all gonna i know you hear it i know you hear it Peta, if you want to get anyone if you want to get anyone get these folk not me Peta has diverted they're, they're <laughs> on the way to the shea apartment right now instead and you know what else was really fucked up Peta? while you're there um fucking a baby chicken smoothie Mm-mm. Sam, Mm-mm. Uh, really, that was disgusting. Cursed dialogue. That was morbid. That was. I never want to hear those words together ever again. Ever again. That was. That was. That was cursed. How dare you say that? Baby chicken smoothie. <laughs> I hate that. I'm gonna whisper that in your ear. <laughs> I hate it. After the baby chicken smoothie, Spencer goes mm-hmm. to open the pipe with a wrench, but Carly stops him and is like, "No, you've done enough. <laughs> I've got this. Just go keep looking." Alexa, play Miss Independent by Neo. There's something about the way she moves. I can't figure it out. There's something about her. Cause she walks like the boss, talks like a boss. Do her nails, she like the pedicure boss. It's only for karaoke hour <laughs> the kind of girl i, I need. need she got her own thing that's, that's why i love her, her. miss independent <laughs> spend a little time she got her own thing that's why i love her miss independent Ooh, the way she's shine miss independent Everybody say thank you to John Rod Don Doyano on YouTube for letting me use his beautiful cover in the background of this so everyone's ears did not bleed from me and Natalie's atrocious karaoke night. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Don Dickles. Thank you, John. The way we're at an hour 30 and only halfway. <laughs> it's literally just us singing. Like, <laughs> That was good. That was nice, though. <laughs> that was nice. I enjoyed that. That was nice. Nicey, nice, nice. That was nice. 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 Okay, nice. Alexa. Uh, back at the eye, Carly said it was nicey, <laughs> nice. Freddie's searching for chicks, which is funny because Freddie couldn't pick up a chick if he tried. Ah, bada bing, bada boo. Ooh, I smoked that little short motherfucker. He's on the iCarly set and he thinks he found one of the chicks and he pulls it out of hiding. But it's just some moldy pickle looking thing. Hey, what is this? The gabagool. What is this? <laughs> what is this? He looks at it and he says, ah, I knew Sam hid my corn dog last month. All I gotta say is, ew, that shit looked like a pickle and you're telling me it was a fucking corn dog? No. That, I don't know what kind of fucking pickles you're looking at, <laughs> but that did not look like a pickle. 
<laughs> that looked at, like nasty. I mean, it looked like an old pickle, like an old ass pickle. Like it was green. Uh, I don't know what kind of old pickles you're looking at, but uh, well, it was green. It certainly did look like a fucking corn dog. It looked, it looked moldy. Like I could see the. Mold it looked like a moldy like, pickle. It looked like mold. Period. He just fucking. He's like, no time for this shit. Gotta go back to looking for the chicks. He just chucks the corn dog behind. Him. I mean, what would you do? Eat it? Like fuck that shit. <laughs> no, I wouldn't eat it. Maybe throw it in the garbage. Take it downstairs. The second I saw that nasty shit touching my fingertips, how fucking yeah, I chucked that shit. I go wash fuck? my hands. I go wash my hands. He just fucking throws it. He's gonna find it in another month. It's gonna be more fucking moldy. Yeah, as as they should, because Sam was the one who fucking put it in there. She can find it later. She's not going to find it. Freddie's gonna find it again. <laughs> Freddie's just cursed with finding this old ass fucking hot dog for the rest of his yes. fucking life. He's like, again with the fucking moldy corn dog, please, please stop! I find it everywhere. He goes to propose to his future wife, and the corn dog just, <laughs> just pops out. Dog. He's like, no, no, dog. He goes to get like open heart surgery. He finally got a fucking donor. The fucking surgeon opens up the heart. The the surgeon's like, boop, boop. This appears to be a boop expired piece of meat. And that's how he dies because he's got a corn dog for a heart. Yeah. Man, damn. pour one out for Freddie Benson. That's Shit. a hard fucking life. <laughs> that, that do sound rough. <laughs> that Lady Gaga song, you know I got a diamond heart. It's actually just like, you know I got a corn dog heart. Is it bad that I was thinking of like Wizard of Oz where like the fucking Tin Man <laughs> doesn't have a heart? And then, <laughs> if only I had a corn dog. <laughs> Oh I love this iCarly podcast so fucking much. So speaking of iCarly, <laughs> Sam and Carly retrieve Wavo from the sink pipe. Wavo, Wavo Ranchero, my favorite breakfaste. Wavo from the sink pipes. Duke arrives <laughs> and Spencer discovers one is in the heating duct. Oh my god! But. He gets stuck trying to grab it. Stop your lying. That sounds so dangerous. No, I swear. I swear. Oh my god. Go on. Go on. Tell me more. How does Sam rescue Wavo, you may be asking. I'm literally asking, how does Sam rescue Wavo? Wavo Ranchero. Well, she rescues him by blowing into the pipes and <gasps> going, okay, little guy, here's what two miserable years of trombone lessons pays off. Oh my god. So what you're telling me is Sam, like, knows how to blow. Oh, she knows how to blow. Uh, <laughs> this is a dick sucking joke. Oh, fully. Fully. It's a dick sucking joke. She was like, hold on to your pants, everyone. I'm about to. <sighs> she literally, she was like, Carly, out of the fucking way. I have trained my life. This is why Freddie ends up with me. I can give the good head. <laughs> she said, you don't even fucking know what Freddie likes. You're fucking vanilla, bitch. You fucking vanilla bitch. You don't know shit. You don't know shit more than the fucking way. Let me blow this fucking pipe. I took two fucking years of trombone. <laughs> My pipes are perfect. <laughs> she said New York Jew. She really did. Again, John Mulaney quaking. <laughs> quaking. <laughs> He's like, oh, my wife, my ex-wife. Oh, she's screaming at me. I'm holding down. I'm back to Chicago, baby. Ay, ay, ay. 
okay, okay, okay. So, uh, you know, we're going to okay, point okay, this okay, out. Okay. We're going to point it out. Okay, okay, okay. okay guys. You know, hey, settle down. Hey. Settle down, settle down. You know, you're going to, like, how is the chick not dead? You know, I, I, like, <laughs> how, is it, how is it not dead? How is it not? How did it fit in the pipe? How did it go down the drain? How how did it fit in there? How long was it in there? How did it how did it perfectly land? Cinema Club? Anyone? Anyone? Crickets. That's Belinda's favorite fucking band, and you don't fucking know it. Who's Belinda? I thought we went over this. Um, how did the <laughs> chick perfectly land in Carly's hands? How did he pop out of the sink? Especially if there's a garbage disposal. Like there would be fucking blades. He would have been There would be there's blades! He would have been chicken nugget spewing out! <laughs> Scrambled egg! <laughs> how Theoretically, how is this fucking chick not dead? You know what? I'm dead tired of this Nickelodeon show not making sense. I'm, I'm dead tired. All these plot holes. You're teaching the kids that you can blow a chick out of the pipes. You can't blow a chick out of the pipes. It doesn't work like that. Not with a fucking garbage disposal. What nah. Like a place. He'd be sliced and diced. You hear me? Sliced and diced. Diced and sliced. It doesn't work like that. You're teaching kids that everything works out okay. Well, you know what? Sometimes the chicken dies. It dies. Here we are. We're telling them. We're telling the kitties like it is. <laughs> Oh, but so, so the chick is alive. It's alive uh, because, you know, we would never have a chick die on uh, on Nickelodeon. It's in perfect health. Lands perfectly in Carly's hands. And when they cross off Wavo, Spencer goes, Wavo's bueno, four to go. Racist. Let's stop with the racism. Racist. Let's stop with the racism and I, Carly. Let's, let's stop it. I can't handle it anymore. <laughs> Like this is this this was where I drew the line. I was like, okay, I I really didn't question the fact that they knew who was who, but then they were like, all right, Huevo is Bueno, and I was like, bro, you're just fucking picking a random fucking chick to be yeah to, to be racist towards. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Like we had the Yoko name was a double whammy for them to be like Beatles or like Yoko fans, but like the Wavo name was a double whammy for them to just be fucking racist. Like hey. How many jokes about like Mexican people can we make? You think we fit like like four of this episode? It's only a, like a twenty-four minute long episode. You think we fit four in? Yeah, and they and they fucking did, and they did. They're like, oh oh, okay. So Wavo is egg in Spanish. So what do we know about Spanish people? Well, I guess the closest Spanish-speaking country is Mexico. They wear sombreros. All right, so we're gonna put him with a sombrero. That's that is actual archived audio footage from the writers' room of Vicarly that was gifted to us from Nickelodeon. Like, we we just played the actual audio that was sent yeah. to us in confidentiality. You guys know our voices. Like we could not do that. We couldn't do that. That was some fucking weirdo with a list. No, we could not. We are we are not that voice actors. We're not. We are not professionals in any capacity. I'm a bartender. She's a forensic scientist. Like we could not recreate audio that crisp. No. That real, that true, that raw. Absolutely not. That's what they said. Everybody canceled Nickelodeon. Yeah. Spencer goes to go in the duct instead of Carly. He goes, no way, little sister too dangerous okay even though it makes way more sense for the tiny teeny girl to go in yeah this is so cute yeah the way this man is literally the reason i no longer think i'm a lesbian his power his influence i'm like i i wish my brother cared about me half as much as he cares about carly <laughs> but like the way he says it too like it's so serious no way little sister 
It's too, too dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> like this entire episode, like they make it so serious. Yeah, dude, the tone. It just switches. It switches so fast. And then he goes, Uncle Spencer's coming. I was like, ah, so cute. I was like, please scream that to me. In Paris, Spencer, write that down. Uncle Spencer's coming. Ah! <laughs> Paramount Plus now. Only nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> but so while Spencer is coming, wink, wink, <laughs> in the duct, and my tear duct, he got it in my eye. It looks like I'm sticky after all. <laughs> Sorry. Her dreams came true. Woo! But Spencer sees a chick, but he gets stuck in the duct, and he is panicking. Fred and Sam join the others from upstairs, and Duke tells them, "I arrived moments ago." <laughs> This was, this was funny. This was really funny. Freddie, he literally, he was like, oh, fucking K. Duke wanted them to know. He was like, I had nothing to do with this. I merely arrived moments ago. Do not blame me. I, 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 I'm here now. I'm here now. But uh, but okay, what's going on? He was like, I'm a jock. No drama. I arrived moments ago. No drama. <laughs> the way fucking Spencer is just squirming like a little fucking snake. The commitment. Love it. Love it. Jerry Trainer's a star. And the fact that Carly and Duke are literally just fucking standing there, like, not even trying to help Spencer at all or anything. They're just like, mm. you know, well, like, you know, Freddie and Sam, they'll they'll come down eventually, you know? And speaking of, Freddie and Sam being alone together? Scandalous. What were they doing? Natalie, don't ask that question. We know they were fucking. They were fucking and sucking. Fucking, sucking, and blowing. Carly and Duke, they were like, yeah, I guess we'll, like, wait for them to finish fucking. Like, I mean, after all, Freddie hasn't been sticky in a while. He's been waiting a while for this. Oh, that's true. He's He's been waiting. He's been waiting. Now that uh, Freddie has busted and they have joined him, the kids are trying to pull Spencer out, but they just pull his pants off instead. And Spencer rarely asks, eh, Am I am I wearing underwear? And relieved when Carly says yes. This I specifically remember. This was one of those things where it was like it would happen, like Spencer's pants would come off, and we would be like, "Yep, why? 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 Why are Spencer's pants coming off so much?" Yes, and we would we would discuss, and we'd be like, "So this happened here, this happened here," and then we'd be like, "Yeah, we, we need to make an iCarly podcast to like just like yes, keep track of this." We were like, "Why are Spencer's pants off so much in front of his sister?" Mm-hmm. It's, it's strange. strange. It's very incestual, if you ask us. Very, very. And this is just the beginning because it keeps happening like hello 911 yeah he's right here uh yeah and exposing himself in front of a fucking group of children hey yes yes and you know what as uh, i know your brother's younger my brother's older yeah thinking about my older brother and his boxers in front of me and my friends inappropriate inappropriate a jail jail did not enjoy no but i did enjoy i did enjoy the image of fucking spencer's just bare legs and just his socks kills me kills me every single time they pan over to him in this fucking like stuck in this duct because just like a like a grown man's bare legs and just socks <laughs> like disgusting pure comedy love right there something about being nude with socks on is it's disturbing. It's naughty. It shouldn't be happening. It's just, it should not be seen. No. Not on TV. It's embarrassing. Little 13-year-olds in bikinis, fine. But a grown man <laughs> with, with no pants on and socks? Get that shit off my TV. Potential sexual exploitation? Fine. Fine. But a grown man with bare legs and socks? <laughs> <laughs> Get that shit 
off my TV screen. Not on this holy TV. It's a Christian household. <laughs> Freddy explains to Spencer that eventually he'll be able to get out because the heat will expand the metal and he'll be all sweaty. Okay, nerd. Spencer all of a sudden sees a roly-poly in the duct and starts losing his fucking mind. Roly-poly! <laughs> I love Jerry Trainer. He is such a good fucking actor. He killed it this episode. Like the acting from everyone this entire episode was amazing. I mean, he's good. He's a gem. He's good. He really is. I mean, I feel like when the kids do well, I have to say it because it's like, you know, few and far between and also their kids. Right. But Jerry Trainer, he has been a star. He came in as a star. He has never had an off moment. He truly could do anything. He, like, made this episode. Like, he Mm -hmm. was just, like, he was the it factor. I loved it. I would argue that he makes every episode. Okay, yes. Yes. I would also argue that. He's also sexy. And we're taking him to Paris. I do want to know, do you call them roly polies? What else would you call them? Some people call them potato bugs. <laughs> what? Some people call them pill bugs or doodle bugs, apparently. I've heard of pill bugs. Um, yeah. Not IRL, just like on the internet. Yeah, no, I call them a roly fucking poly. Period. Period. It's a fucking roly poly. Call it anything else, you're banned from listening to this podcast. In the kitchen, Freddie hears one behind the fridge, and Duke goes Hulk mode to move it, to save it. And Freddie's like, Duke, that fridge is fucking huge and weighs a ton. There's no way you can move it. And Duke goes, move! I love animals! And honestly, I love this complicated soft side to Mr. Douchey Jock. It was very refreshing. He was dynamic. Yes! He's just a misunderstood himbo. Exactly. There's this moment when Duke is like, he turns his head and a photo from the fridge is like stuck on his face and he brushes it off before he delivers his next line. But there's this little teeny tiny smirk on his lips that makes me think it wasn't scripted and that it was like a little improv moment that like accidentally happened and then he tore it off and then he angrily said his line. (laughs) I mean, he's an improv king. You guys, I was actually the AD on this episode. I saw it happen. It was improv. It wasn't scripted. You heard Um, it here first, guys. Duke can't muster the strength to move the fridge until Freddy yells at him, quote unquote, like Coach does. And Freddy starts by being like, oh, yeah, you can do it, buddy. Let's fuck it. And he's like, I'm not a fucking dog. You got to yell at me like Coach does. And he's like, all right, you got to want it, Duke. And Duke's like, I want it. And it's like, all right, degradation kink is everywhere. Everywhere. Even Duke needs it. Doug fucking does the damn thing and moves the fucking fridge and he just lays it out on the floor. It's just the mess. Yep. The spills. Yep. Spencer's a twig. He won't be able to put it back. (laughs) Now, why did Duke decide to pick up the fridge when they could have just like shimmied it out? He had to flex. He 100% had to flex. There was no need for that. There's also no fucking plug to the fridge. So explain that, Steve. I'm at the prop fridge and we actually didn't invest that much time and fucking energy into the show. Where is it? We didn't care about realism. Well, I care. Uh, We didn't expect these two fucking bitches to make a podcast (laughs) and pick apart every part of this fucking children's television show. From the mouth of the horse, everyone, Steve Malaro. Guys, another audio that we got anonymously sent to us. It wasn't anonymous. Steve sent it to us. 
Yes. Thank you, Steve, for being on the podcast. Thank you so much, Steve, for being on the podcast. It was such an honor to have your voice upon these microphones. Freddie goes over to update Spencer that omelet, umlaut, has been found, and there's only three more to go. Spencer goes, thanks for keeping me in the loop from the duct. (laughs) This was a genuine LOL. Yeah. He's like, thanks. I really care about the chicks. Thank you for keeping me in the loop. You know what, Natalie? I think it's time for a little little mid-roll ad break. Let's do it. Spencer starts singing to himself out of boredom and is like, hold on, I sound great. (laughs) So he goes, and now a melody of your favorite songs from the public domain. Throwbacks when you did not know what the public domain was. Yes. So much funnier now that like we know the joke. Well, that that you know the joke. I always knew the joke. Oh, well, now that I and everybody who listens to the podcast who didn't know the joke before knows the joke. (laughs) Let's do a little refresher. Natalie, what's the public domain? Uh, the public domain is, uh, any of the stuff that isn't, like, trademark, so you don't have to, like, pay to, like, to, like, sing it or, or, like, use it in shows and stuff. You know what? I taught something on this podcast, and no one can ever take that away from me. (laughs) What's a merkin? A merkin? Baby girl, that is a pubic wig. There you go. I also taught something on the podcast we, and nobody can take that away from me. We teach <laughs> each other things every episode. It's crazy. It's just uh, the growth that we have. It's, it's amazing. amazing. Jinx. You owe me a white claw. Just kidding. I already have one. Eh. Ooh. If I say back on the iCarly set, will people Venmo me a dollar at C-I-R-C-E-E? Venmo me a dollar for saying the line like Bart Simpson does. <laughs> anyway, back in the iCarly set, a chick is on the high beam, which again is another indication that they are not on the eighth floor. They're on the top floor. They're on the top floor. There would not be high beams on the eighth floor. What the fuck? Anyway, a chick is on the high beam because they are on the top floor in the penthouse. And instead of waiting for a ladder or someone to come help, Sam lifts Carly up onto the beam. But when she gets there and extends a hand, the chick pecks her rude i had so many issues with this first of all when she extends her hand and pulls it away she just goes ow (laughs) in the most lazy unperturbed scripted way imaginable and the cherry on top is she didn't even snap her hand back like you know when you get hurt and you like (laughs) when you are injured when you are frightened when you are startled it's like (laughs) you know like instant she didn't even snap her hand back she just pulled it back and she was like ow it pecked me like slow as fuck like for the record when i said everyone's acting was getting better yeah everyone but her yeah this was not the scene and when sam lifts carly up she's like ew you had gum on your shoe i don't know why but i kind of wouldn't expect this from sam because she's like written to be like gross if anything she'd be like "Mm, mm, mm, you got some gum on your shoe like yeah delicious delicious Yeah, I was just kind of like, I don't think this really fits her character, but... Continuity error. We're firing everyone in the writer's room. Y'all are not keeping your characters consistent. Duke and Fredward rescue a chick 
from inside the motherfucking wall. Freddy hears it in the wall and starts planning how to get it out. He's like, okay, my uncle's a carpenter. Maybe he could bring something over. And then all of a sudden, bam, Duke just fucking head smashes into the wall and saves the fucking chick. I cannot believe you did not quote exactly what he says before he head smashes into the wall. He goes, boom. This dude is a fucking legend. This was sick as fuck. Legend. This was dedication to the bit. This was amazing. This was a display of strength. This was a display of mind power. This was, this was, uh, this was everything. All of it. I died every single time I watched this. Every single time I watched this, it got funnier and funnier (laughs) and funnier. And when they like both pull away, like you can kind of tell that like, I feel like he went harder than he thought he would (laughs) because he's just kind of like, what just like happened? happened and he's got like the like the drywall coming off his face like the plaster and then freddy is like (laughs) holding back laughter no i fully feel like these two had fun together because this is exactly how i felt with the other thing where the picture was like stuck to um duke's face yeah duke was like holding back a smile and like freddy was holding back a smile and i was just like this is the actors having a bit of back uh just a bit of back uh, back forth it's like what's necessary like it's always nice to see like actors or like comedians kind of like also laughing at their own joke or like holding back because it's like okay like it makes it a little bit more genuine to laugh at whatever they're saying I yeah like. uh-huh spencer after hearing all this fucking commotion <laughs> he just goes what was that and then absolutely no one answers him <laughs> not a sound what was that they said gaslight. They said you heard things. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing. Nothing. And no one's even going to say nothing. Nope. No one's going to say anything. Just, what was that? You'll see tomorrow when you get out. If you get out. Ooh. If. Dun, dun, dun. And then all of a sudden, a fucking another roly poly comes out of nowhere and he starts freaking out again. He's like squirming, screaming. Like he is, he's acting like he is stuck in there. Back in the eye, Carly set. Carly tries to grab the chick on the high beam, but it dives off the beam and is going to crash to its death on the floor. <gasps> so Sam dives like the lesbian softball player that she is and catches it. And the woo track is going crazy. Woo! They just needed the classic movie slow-mo running music to be playing in the background. (laughs) Somehow Carly just falls off the beam onto the floor. And this made me so upset because it's so bad. It's so bad. She just so obviously thrusts herself off of the beam. And you can tell that she lands on a bouncy mat afterwards. And it's just awful. I'm not going to lie. I busted out fucking laughing when she fell. (laughs) It was so so forced. Fuck that bitch. Fuck Carly Shay. Fuck Carly Shay. And you're gonna tell me that she perfectly landed right next to Sam and everything? Like, and that she can just get up <laughs> after all of that? Like, nothing? Mm-mm. Like, bitch would have fucking broken her back doing that for real. She would have been fucking, like, like straight up injured. Yes. Straight up injured. Like, out of commission. She is gone. She, she has got to retire. But she was just like, oh, I fell. Yeah. No. I was like, uh, not realistic, but okay. (laughs) Now there is only one more chick left to find. One of them. But they only have nine minutes left until (gasps) bad things happen. 
Freddy wishes that they could somehow smoothly pull Spencer out of the duck. And Duke is like, oh, a smoothie? I want one of them. And then just fucking dips. Honestly, Duke, this was not your battle to fight in the first place. And you kind of served this one nation under iCarly heroically. (laughs) So I think you deserve that smoothie. And I think you deserve the early break. And I think you deserve to go. And everyone was looking at you like you were sus as fuck. Like you were giving up. Like you were abandoning them. But it's like you didn't have to be there in the first place. You moved a fridge. And you put your fucking head through a wall. He probably has like a concussion. Like you did what you needed to do, bro. Go get your fucking smoothie. Yeah. Go home. Go home. Go home. While the guys are pulling or trying to pull Spencer out, Freddie says, this isn't working. And Spencer goes, really? (laughs) The fucking attitude. Mr. Sassy Pants. He is stuck in the fucking duck for a few hours and he's like, fuck these kids now. Fuck them kids. Also, Spencer is absolutely dripping sweat at this point. And yet somehow no one else has even gotten a sweat at all. It's supposedly 90 degrees in this fucking apartment and the only person who is sweating is Spencer. Mm -mm. That doesn't add up. And then, especially when you add in the fact that all of them are wearing long sleeves (laughs) and long sleeve layers. She clocked it. Why is there no sweat to be seen? Your Honor, we have a fact checker and it seems that some things are not adding up. And we would like answers and swears for those of you who know about spelling. It um like seems like some of your envelopes have actually been like myth busted. So if you like kind of like send those back or something like that would yeah. be like great. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Please and thank you. After Duke leaves, Freddie yells, tell them to add some intelligence boost into your smoothie. You know what? Shut the fuck up, Freddie. You don't even know how to pronounce Tahib in French, you fake <laughs> ass nerd, dumb fucking bitch getting fucking bees and shit, not part of the fucking Freddie Benson plan. Go double poo and have your mom rub cream on you. Duke <laughs> is the himbo every girl dreams of and deserves, and you're a fucking vol self freak who can't get any pussy. Yeah. I said what I said. You'll dirty hoe oh that's that's that that's that fuck freddie benson can i call back what i said in an earlier episode i'm gonna take it a step further yeah fuck nathan krez (gasps) he committed too hard to his bit to the point where i believe that he believes his bit and i don't like that one bit scandalous Uh uh-uh fuck nathan krez cancel nathan krez hashtag cancel nathan krez because I said so. Because you said so. Anyway, um, if anyone wants to Venmo me at C-I-R-C-E-E, um, that's her C. We are back in the Shea apartment, and the girls go into the elevator to look upstairs for Pochi, the last remaining chick. How do we know the last remaining chick is Pochi? Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really know that. We don't. They're clearly just making it up. As they're tweaking about the time, because very bad things are about to happen. They realize that the chickadee is in the window of the elevator, (gasps) but they can't get the window off, so they call Freddy to help, and he calls the elevator down. (gasps) First of all, the fucking chicks are so emotionally pressed about these chicks. I don't mean to be cold-hearted, but, like, I don't know. If some chicks went missing... Peter's waiting. Peter's waiting. If some chicks went missing in my crib, I do not think I'd be destroying my house, throwing my fridge on the floor to find them like i'm vegan but i'm not that vegan um 
Um, <laughs> Peta, they're here. Come get me, Peta. They're ready to arrest. Peta fucking sucks as a company. Honestly, I think I could tussle with them. I'll throw a few at Peta. We can throw a little tussle. I'm a fat Peta right here, right now on the podcast. Them being in the elevator talking about the chick while it's right behind them the entire time reminded me of fucking Dora the Explorer, where she's like, "Where's Swiper?" <laughs> And you're screaming at the TV like, bitch, fucking Swiper is right there. And she's like. I love that you paused for where is Swiper? Like people could see your smile. (laughs) Yeah, because that's literally what it is. What kills me is that they're literally trying to pull this fucking window off of the elevator wall. That's so clearly screwed in. Like you can literally see 20 Phillips screws in the fucking perimeter of the fucking window. And it's like, of course, you're not going to be able to pull it off. It's screwed in. 404 brain cells not fucking found. (laughs) Not an ounce, not an inch, not a centimeter. Not a centimeter. Dumb bitches. Well, these dumb bitches fucking tweak and run (laughs) down the stairs. But by the time that they get down there, Pochi is gone. (gasps) Sam yells at Freddy. Why'd you hit the stupid button? Sad music plays. The timer beeps. Carly, full of melancholy, says it's too late. Freddy is so mad. He punches one of the giant gummy bears off the table. Carly tries to console him by saying, we've got five of them. But he just goes, we could have had all six if I hadn't hit that button. The tone is literally so jarringly serious. (laughs) It's like they just committed man it's like they just killed gibby like something it's so i mean yeah it's like they're physically distraught this is so genuinely dark for nickelodeon and honestly an emmy for nathan Cress. yes he is serving and i'm eating when he was like we would have saved all six of them if i hadn't hit that button he was going in i was like dude i'm about to cry i don't give a fuck about these chickens and i'm about to cry it was so good and nathan Cress really did eat on this fucking Mm -hmm, scene mm -hmm. like they are typing the emmys the golden globes all of them but also i'm just saying like why didn't the girlies just kind of like hit like the emergency stop button in the elevator you know oh my god wait where is that you it's in every single elevator it's like the red button or like a little bell or whatever like when you when you hit that it like stops but they like weren't in the elevator when it started going they were outside no once they realized that the bird was in the elevator because they realized that like the bird was in the elevator when they're in there they could have hit the emergency button in their defense i wouldn't have thought to do that i would have been like oh my god the bird's here i'm looking at it hey um nathan chris's character freddie walk up the stairs with your tools real quick (sighs) they didn't expect him to be like Call the elevator for one flight of stairs, please. Horrible. 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 I'm from New York. It's horrible. (laughs) Spencer starts making weird-ass noises from the duct, and now the kiddos can magically pull him out of the shaft. When he's out clad in his boxers, he spits Pochi out of his mouth. The Wu track goes crazy. He literally spits out the fakest yellow puffball I've ever fucking seen. Yep. I'm just... 
like as an actor i would not want to fucking put something like weird and fluffy like that in my mouth and hold it in there right and spit it out for multiple fucking takes yep yeah but on the other hand never mind forget i said that someone please hire me i'll do anything i'll do anything please <laughs> please i just want to get paid i swear i'm talented i'll do whatever you want i take it back oh, she'll do anything i'll do like anything you want um again you know like how is this bird just alive just like (laughs) just like chilling honestly spencer spit is like the breath of life yeah apparently the fucking fountain of youth (laughs) like why and how would this bird crawl into spencer's mouth like uh, uh, i mean i guess we could just say that spencer knows how to eat a chick true spencer closes out the episode by crawling onto the couch into the fetal position still just in his boxers crying (laughs) he crawled into my mouth the kids pat him consoling him then he cries he didn't even taste like chicken i just i want to paint a picture for you you're an adult actor Mm -hmm. you've been cast in the show you're making a lot of money but you know you're working with kids and that's whatever that's fine you're fine with doing children's entertainment right but then one day as an adult you're in your undies in the undies in the undies in the fetal position on a couch crying while children are just rubbing you this just seems strange it is yeah i would not want to be him i would not want to have little children patting me while on my underwears i'm so sorry i don't want that no the vibes honestly a little strange they're off they're off for sure very strange i might venture he didn't even taste like chicken like again why was everyone only mad at sam for making the dead and eating chicken joke when Everyone else has made one this entire fucking episode and nobody cared. And everybody only cared for Sam. You know why? Because they're haters. It's hot girl discrimination. Yes. And misogyny. Yeah. People hate to see a hot girl winning. They really do. And then we fade to black and that's it. Spencer's just being pat by children. <laughs> and then we have a post credit scene that's not them yelling at us. Yay. Rejoice! 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 Thank you, Kendall Jenna. (laughs) Kendall Jenna, you have done us such a service. We will never forget (laughs) you. We are forever indebted to you. Instead of them yelling at us, though, we do have a video of a girl who just goes, Hey, Carly, look what I can do. There's no string. And then just, like, makes faces. And the woo track wilds out and i don't know do you remember like doing that yes or trying to do that or it's like a little puppet this was my party trick i could do it perfectly you want to see yes i have to step away from the mic for a little bit ladies and gentlemen huh yep that's all she had to say folks huh i clapping wait no you do it you try to do it you can't do it no No, I cannot do it. More talented, I guess, than I thought originally. (laughs) I also wanted to say that um, her saying, Carly, look what I can do, reminded (laughs) me of the SNL, like, Stewart. Hey, look what I can do. Hey, look what I can do. Do you know what I'm talking about? I did not know that that was from SNL. Yes. I have a little clip to send you. Oh, please send it to me. Because I was also ready with that because I wasn't sure if you would be ready. Wait, I think this is from Mad TV, not from SNL. No, it said SNL. Really? Because that's Keenan. That's the other one. Keenan Peel. Uh, Keenan Kel. He was on SNL. Was he? Because I thought he was on Mad TV. No, I'm pretty sure it was from SNL. Keenan was definitely not on SNL. Keenan was on SNL. He was? Yeah. Yeah, no, Keenan was not on SNL. He was just in, um, 
Mad TV. What? Keenan was on SNL. He hosted it. He wasn't on it. He wasn't a cast member. Hmm. Yeah, he was on Mad TV. Who noticed that I definitely meant to say Keegan, not Keenan, and then I was talking about Keegan Michael Key, and that was talking about Keenan Thompson from SNL? We didn't. Anyway, look at what I can do. The Stuart bit, 100% from Mad TV regardless, so I was still right. Eh. This week's pod babe of the week is Katie Sullivan, katie.sullivan711. We were on her Spotify wrap, and it was so nice of her to share that with us. So thank you, Katie, for listening to the podcast. Yes, we love you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having us in your Spotify wrap. That was awesome. So cool. Thanks for tagging us in it. We love seeing stuff like that. Don't forget to tune in next week when we rewatch I Don't Want to Fight. And we hope you rewatch with us. But we still might fight. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to head to irewatchbycarly.com to check out cool behind the scenes, like what we're drinking, how much we're drinking, our notes, and cool behind the scenes footage. Also, follow us on social media at irewatchicarly on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm Cersei. You can find me on Twitter at Tequila Thought, on Instagram at Cersei.mp3, and on TikTok at Fuckass, F-U-K-K-A-Z-Z. And I'm Natalie. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Natalie R. Collins, and on TikTok at The Real Catalie, spelled C-A-T-A-L-I-E. Disclaimer, all views discussed in this podcast are opinions for the purpose of comedy, which includes but is not limited to satire, parody, and critique, and are not meant to represent fact of any of the individuals or involved parties discussed.